the chief rocker, Busy B. Starsky. Busy B. was originally born in Harlem, but raised in the Bronx. He was named Busy B. by Master Rob of the L Brothers and the Fantastic Five. Even though his friends had already nicknamed him Starsky, Rob dubbed him Busy B. because he would roam all around the Bronx and rock with whichever crew or DJ that he saw fit. Busy B. said that he was the first solo MC in hip-hop and he had no allegiance to any DJ or crew. According to Busy B., it was disco king Mario who gave him his first break. Mario, who Busy B. describes as more of a sound man than a DJ, gave Busy free reign to rock on his set, both on the microphone and on the wheels of steel. Early on, Africa Bambata also gave Busy B. free reign to rock on his set. According to Busy B., this was a big deal at that time because nobody could come into Bronx River and rock on the Zulu Nation set without already being known. But because of Busy B's character and the fact that he was cool with Bambata, he was given a pass. Busy B grew up within blocks of the three MCs, Melly Mel, Kid Creole, and Keith Cowboy. After seeing Melly Mel and his brother Kid Creole do a routine, Busy B was inspired to be an MC. One of the first crews that Busy B got down with was the L Brothers. Brothers Claudio, Grand Wizard Theodore, and Mean Gene Livingston held down the wheels of steel while Brothers Master Rob and Kevy Kev held down the mic device. It was Mean Gene who would invite Busy B to come and rock with the L Brothers. And Busy B asked the question of Gene, I'm not anybody's brother. You got a crew of two sets of brothers. Where do I fit in? Gene replied, you're my brother, so come on and get down and rock with us. But while Busy B was rocking with the L Brothers, he was also rocking with cool DJ Hurt. As previously stated, he rocked with Disco King Mario, DJ Africa Bambata, Master Don, cool DJ AJ, Breakout, B-Fat's brother Donald D, Mike and Dave, Lele, Kenny Ken, Tom and Jerry, and the list goes on. And you can see how he earned the name Busy B. But the title of Chief Rocker, it can't be stressed enough that Busy B's strength was his live show. Busy had a command over the crowd, his call and response, his mastery of the mic device, and his sometimes comedic delivery made Busy B a complete master of ceremonies. For those who know and have bear witness, Busy B's get down record was the Funky President by James Brown. His 1982 Sugar Hill Records release, Making Cash Money, tried to recreate the energy that Busy B exhibited on top of that break. But it's nothing like hearing Busy B get down to actual break. While many MCs had antics like Say Ho, All the Ladies Say Ow, Throw Your Hands in the Air, Busy would usually take it one step further. What's your favorite gene? If you love your mama, throw your hands up. His stage show always contained participation from the crowd and kept the crowd energy high. It was Busy B who was rocking at a North Bronx park called The Valley when he was spotted by Charlie Ahern, an amateur film director 
who had been shooting footage in the Bronx. Ahern said on one side of the park there were Jamaicans playing reggae music and on the other side was a DJ playing James Brown. He decided to take the James Brown fork in the road and he met Busy B and the Wild Style film was born. Busy B played a large part in the Wild Style movie himself and the audience who had not seen his comedic side got a chance to do so. Another first that Busy B claims is that him and AJ were the first performers to actually promote parties and take money at the door. He said that they would actually hire groups like the Cold Crush and the Fantastic Five to come play at their parties. Even though Busy B rocked with many DJs, cool DJ AJ and Busy B was a hell of a combo and one of the better known duos in hip hop. Busy B's first record was in 1980 and it was called Rapping All Over by the Marvelous Three and the Younger Generation on Brass Records. The Younger Generation was a generic name that the musicians on that label used. They would also use that name when the Furious Five recorded their first version of Super Rapping, which was then called We Rap More Mellow. The Marvelous Three were Busy B, DJ AJ, and DJ Smalls. By 1980, several rap records had hit the market in an effort to duplicate the success of the Sugar Hill Gang. Therefore, rapping all over didn't make much noise. The next year, 1981, brought Busy B's first solo record, School Days, on Master 5 Records. This record also failed to make much of a dent, and Busy B says he never got paid a dime for it. Busy, being the hustler that he is, by 1982 had approached Sylvia Robinson, head of Sugar Hill Records, and convinced her to sign him to a contract. The result was the previously mentioned making cash money with the funky president beat as the backdrop. Again, this record was an attempt to recreate the live atmosphere of Busy B doing his thing over that James Brown break. Spoonie G also had a song on Sugar Hill Records called Spoonie Is Back with the exact same backdrop. As I've mentioned before, there was a competitive thing at Sugar Hill Records. If there was a hot beat on the streets, MCs would bring that beat to the record company and the band would cut an instrumental. Several groups would try their hand at that particular beat. The result would be sometimes only one song getting released, but in this case, both songs were released. Busy B also had a part in the top-selling Vice song that was part of the Miami Vice soundtrack by Grandmaster Melly Mel.
Right before the label folded in 1985, Busy B would release Busy B's Groove. This song was Sugar Hill Records finally catching up with the times and using drum machines and heavy scratching on their records like their contemporaries over at Def Jam and Profile were doing. But the attempt proved to be too little too late, as Sugar Hill Records was already involved with a disastrous distribution deal with MCA Record, and their releases were receiving little to no promotion. But the planets lined up two years later in 1987. Busy B signed to Rocky Bacono's Strong City Records, joined Jazzy J on production, Grandmaster Melly Mel behind the pen, and the result was one of Busy B's best songs, Suicide. Just as Spoonie G's association with Tough City Records in the late 80s put him right smack dab in the middle of the golden era, so did Busy B's now classic release. And the winning streak continued in 1988 with the single Running Things and an LP bearing the same name. The Running Things LP put Busy in the same league with MCs like Kumo D, Dougie Fresh, and Spoonie G, who were from that first era of MCs who were actually able to tour and record successfully in the so-called golden era of the late 80s. In 1992, Busy released the album Thank God for Busy B on Pandisc Records out of Florida. This record was not promoted because a hurricane came through Florida and leveled Pandisc Records. According to Busy, he, Jazzy J, nor Rocky Bacono owed Pandisc any monies, and Pandisc didn't owe them any monies. Pandisc decided not to set up shop again, and that was that. At this time, Busy was being managed by Ice-T's Rhyme Syndicate. One of the notable tracks on this album was Jailbait, which is probably the last track that the legendary producer Pumpkin produced before his unfortunate death in the early 90s. Busy B has classic recordings under his belt, but once again, Busy B is the chief rocker and the stage is where he shines. One of the highlights of Busy's career is his legendary battle with Kumo D. Busy B tells Troy L. Smith of historicalhiphop.com that that battle really didn't bother him. He says it wasn't a career ender by any means. Busy went right back to work after the battle and it was business as usual for him. He states further that in his opinion, what Kumo D did that night was not even battling. He says that he was snapping and not rapping that night. Basically, snapping is a form of the dozens where you talk about another person to degrade them. Up to that point in MC battles, people really didn't snap. Battles were just rhyme for rhyme to see who had the best rhyme, according to the crowd. So Busy kept it moving as far as the results of that battle, and it really didn't affect him. I talk more in detail about that battle on my Kumo D section. Today, Busy B stays true to his moniker. He's still the chief rocker. He still performs around the world. 
and he's still busy. He's an ambassador for hip-hop. Whether you see him rolling with KRS-One, touring the world on his own, or on a lecture circuit dropping knowledge, Busy B stays just that, busy. In 2006, Busy B told Troy L. Smith, you have to have the courage to be who you want to be in hip-hop. My name is David Parker, but I haven't been called that since 1960-something. They call me Starsky or Busy B. Hip-hop is a thing of being who you want to be. From the time I planted that seed that I am the chief rocker Busy B, that's who I am. And this is Jay Quan, MC, DJ, producer, hip-hop historian. For more information on Foundation-era MCs and DJs, visit my website, thefoundation.com. That's T-H-A, thefoundation.com. Get at me on all social media at Jayquan V-A. That's J-A-Y-Q-U-A-N-V-A.